0: This episode is going to be big, big, big. And by big, I mean way too long. Uh, Do we really need to hear seven more stories about sex caves and Burning Man? Who's editing this thing anyway? And now here are the hosts, to whom size always matters. Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula.
1: Everybody, I'm Jen,
2: and I'm Allie. Hello. I just wanted to do it a little differently. I don't know. I know we're always so
1: upbeat, but why not be sultry?
2: <laughs> why uh, not?
1: <laughs> welcome, everyone. Allie and I, as you know, are performers. Do, do I need to say all this? <laughs> you yeah. guys know who we are, uh, but, but just in case you forgot, what if this is our first episode. It's yeah, true, and I, I hope I hope it is for some of you. So we're performers. A lot of years we performed internet material on stage. We used the internet as our script in front of a live audience, and that was a comedy show called Bloglogs. From there, Ali and I made a web series called Two Girls One Show, where we uh, interviewed people behind the internet posts that we'd been performing all those years. And we went on scripted adventures together. And then we teamed up with Matt, who is also here with the Daily Dot. Yep. And we started interviewing just, you know, the people that we found to be the most interesting humans that we could find online. So, welcome. We're happy that you're here. Ellie, um, are you going to be sultry the whole podcast? Or like no, what, what's... I don't
2: know. I was just playing with the new <laughs> intro. I was just playing okay, with okay. it. I don't know. I'm very excited about today's episode because it is all about. My sexual attraction to Jen.
1: Oh. <laughs> well, that's a new take. That was a take I wasn't considering. Uh-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have to do the reverse. We have to do I the know. reverse.
1: <laughs> Microphilia. Guys, we're talking about <laughs> macrophilia today. Macrophilia lover loving things that are large.
2: I want to tell you I did not call you large I want to read to you the psychology today definition Specifically refers to individuals Who are sexually attracted to people Much taller than themselves
1: I mean it's a match made in heaven for us really You and me That's it Having sex together (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I'm saying Um, There may be some listeners This is the
3: episode of my dreams Yeah
1: Yeah But it's interesting. I mean, it it tends to center on men envisioning women who are much larger than them or preferring to be with women who are actually much larger than them. Although I think it can go any way, any genders, you know, whatever. But that is the most typical thing that I've read about, at least. Go figure. (laughs) Um, Uh,
2: And there's a big uh, giant part of it, like literally like fascination with like giants, like in fairy tales.
1: Like people want to get Giant trampled, women. just like crushed. Yeah,
2: yes. Yeah. Yes. That's part of it. Wait, that has a name too. I think it's like crushophilia. It's something like... what? <laughs> <guess>.
1: <laughs> yeah. So super interesting. Um, the internet has played a really big role in uh, at least us knowing about this fetish. Um, I was reading something that says that... it. Well, this is a few years ago now, but Pornhub's annual report about four years ago showed that compared to the year before, the biggest increase um of the sex it's a sex tape but the porn pornography that people were watching was giant tests um porn. And it's, it's called porn it's <laughs> called porn yeah i don't know what i'm saying um and it's currently ranked 34th for the most popular porn category overall macrophilia 34th which surprised me because wow. I, I could probably come up with 30 categories just off the top of my head and macrophilia would not be one of them <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah
4: yeah yeah Is that what you mean by Rule 34?
1: Exactly. Oh, my God. Maybe it is.
2: (laughs) I feel like you and I are kind of connoisseurs of, you know, the corners of the Internet. And I had not heard of this one.
1: I know. Mm -hmm. So this was given to us by a listener, this topic, uh, anonymously, but on our Discord server, discord.gg slash 2G1P. We always encourage you to suggest topics because sometimes it works out. In fact, often it does. Um, so thank you so much to the anonymous listener <laughs> who recommended that we get in touch with uh, the webmaster of Giantist City. Um, his name is Pete, and he will be with us shortly.
2: Yeah. The other thing that I wanted to mention, um, I'm going to read you another thing I found, <laughs> because i don't have any thoughts of my own it says because the paraphilia is almost totally fantasy based much of the material from which macrophiles gain their sexual gratification is placed and distributed online so i thought that was really interesting like you know it says like applications such as photoshop are widely widely used to create collages of fake giants so the mm-hmm. fact that like this fetish in particular is really flourishing online because so much of it is around giants and it's fantastical and not everyone can have their own gen you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true
4: that you read my mind that was my immediate question of like yeah okay this is the 34th most popular fetish what is the content and is it just women on the taller side with men maybe on the shorter side for disparity or is it fantastical and sort of Photoshop or VFX, like you could do some cool stuff with uh, not CGI, but like, you know, if you key someone on a green screen and then make them very large in the shot mm-hmm. from a video perspective, like you could make some some fun stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah. So apparently my, they do. I, I think it's a little bit of both yeah, in terms my, of real world versus not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My impression is that there's a lot of fantasy that plays into it. But then maybe we try to replicate that fantasy in real life by having smaller and taller people together (laughs) um and maybe costumed or something like that but yeah we'll we'll find Mm -hmm. out um heels heels (laughs) well i have i have something to share guys uh when i was in high school i read a short story by charles bukowski are you familiar with that author yes indeed yeah um i was really like into beatnik writing at that time and i aired more on the side of like nice Jack Kerouac novels about being out in nature. And then somebody handed me Bukowski and I was like, holy crap, this (laughs) stuff is really weird. It's really messed up. And there was one story called Six Inches, I think. and I had no idea what macrophilia was at the time, but now that I know what it is, I'm like, oh my God, that's what the story was about. So it's about a man who works at a factory Fiction man who works at a factory Falls in love with the secretary at the factory They get married She starts feeding him a lot of food He gets fat She gets very angry at him And forces him to lose a lot of weight Until he shrinks down to being six inches tall And then she uses him <laughs> as a penis <laughs> His whole body Oh my god <laughs> This I'm like did this fantasy You're totally partly come out of you totally right it? <laughs> you're totally
2: right because i was reading online that some of the fantasy is imagining full body insertion (laughs) yeah
1: Uh. i mean it's pretty descriptive so if you want to know what full body insertion feels like check out six inches
4: (laughs) 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 uh getting uh, getting your hands on bukowski in high school yeah yeah. i read read this in college
1: yeah really blown away not
4: that story but another
1: collection okay okay yeah
2: Never read that, and now (laughs) I'll add it to my list. Uh
1: I reread it yesterday, and it made me feel all kinds of weird. Like I really didn't feel good after reading it. Yeah,
4: (laughs) excellent research.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I I recommend it, but like you know, just know that you're gonna need like to take a bath after. I I don't. You're gonna need to do something to make yourself feel better. (laughs) (laughs) You know that combines a few fetishes.
2: That's true. Because there's also the, that fetish around feeding people, which we have not covered yet. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. What is it? I about? think we've looked into it, but there are some like real health
1: issues there. So Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think domination and submission plays so much into fetishes? I'm sure there's a psychological explanation for this, but it just seems like that is like a running theme in a lot of these fetishes, right?
2: My guess is that society is based on a power structure. And so there's a fetish around inverting that power structure. Right.
1: Yeah. Because like we were saying, I think with Yeah, Because there's also, yeah, there's also women who like to be dominated. I I mean, that's true. That's true. Yeah.
2: We need to talk to an expert. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think it is? Why do you think that happens?
1: No, I think you're right about inverting power structures. But I also see what you're saying about some women liking to be submissive. But uh, I actually, I I have no idea. Yeah.
0: (laughs)
4: I suppose if if you're a woman in a high power job and you're you're usually calling the shots and then you want to change it up. I mean, that's maybe that's just a human thing. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. it's not a gender thing uh, in that regard. Right.
1: Right. Right. All right. Maybe well. just
2: people like to do things, you know, whatever <laughs> they want. They just there's things they like to do and not do, you know.
1: <laughs> OK, so Ali, I know you're a voyeur of fetishes, but mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. have any fetishes?
2: No I really want one like, Maybe this will be it Like I keep thinking Like the podcast Is gonna like, help me find it You know what I mean No but I don't And you know I go on well, I don't go on Tinder dates right now because I'm on a man ban. But I, f- <laughs> so some guys would be on the, like the first meet and greet would be like, oh, I listen to your podcast. And like they would say uh-huh. some things where you could tell they think I'm like real kinky. <laughs> I'm
0: like, oh, no, <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is awkward because <laughs> also I don't know you. <laughs> like, right.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's interesting.
2: Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. OK with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I listen to your show, and uh, can I be on it? Because I have a thing.
2: I mean, if they have a really good thing, they can be on it. But that hasn't happened to me. I haven't had someone be like, so I really like, you know.
1: Maybe you should get off the man band, go back on Tinder, and just be like, I'm looking for fetishes, and start going on dates, and then just get a bunch of podcast guests. Just be like, I'm looking for interviewees, you know?
4: Yeah, that'll make booking really much easier on everyone. Except
1: for
2: Alex. You know what? That's not a bad point. (laughs) <laughs> Thank it you. It could be a great booking strategy. I'm in.
4: <laughs> okay. All right. Man, man, oh, away. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I can just be like, do you have a weird fetish? Email me at 2 g one podcast At gmail.com You know what I mean? <laughs> That's actually really good. I'm into this. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Let's do some trivia.
1: All right. Wait, sorry. I mean, let's Peace. do some trivia. <laughs> sorry. I wanted to get in the sultry way. Not like me. We-
2: I don't know. I don't even know if I was doing sultry. I think maybe I was doing my reporter voice. I'm not sure. (laughs) Let me tell you the news (laughs) on Macrophilia.
4: Uh, Today's trivia is pretty straightforward. Who is the tallest female person who ever lived? What? I have four choices for you today.
1: Four. Okay. I'm a little thrown off, but yes. (laughs) A,
4: and I'm probably going to mispronounce this name, Zheng, or Zheng Jinlian, a Chinese woman. (laughs) Thank you. I am not Chinese. I don't speak Chinese. Uh, She was a Chinese woman born in 1964 who grew to 8 feet, 1.75 inches by the age of 17.
2: Oh, that's got to be a rough childhood. childhood. Whoa.
4: B, Carol Yeager, an American woman born in Flint, Michigan in 1960 who grew to 8 feet, four inches by the age of 16. C, Jyoti Amge, again, probably mispronouncing, an Indian woman born in 1993 who grew to nine
2: feet, two inches
4: by the age of 18. And I have a rare fourth choice for you guys. I'm I'm probably gonna mispronounce this one, I apologize. You
2: just wanted to have a giant number of choices, is that what you're doing Correct,
4: I wanted it to be big. D, Jennifer Jamulia <laughs> an American woman born in Reading, Pennsylvania who grew to 11 feet 5 inches by the age of uh, 16 according to my research. Uh,
1: you said it right actually. I'm going with Oh good, uh, yeah. I'm good. Um... I'm going with D. I'm going with D. <laughs> get that D. Alright.
2: Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gotta
2: get it where you can!
1: <laughs> well It's not me. No, Uh, really.
2: I don't know. Here's what I hate about this trivia, and you know what I hate about this trivia. It's just a bunch of numbers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Great. (laughs) And
4: names. Numbers numbers and names. I
2: don't think he made up those names. That's the thing. But maybe those are all real people. Yeah. Um, But he changed the heights. What are you thinking?
1: Sometimes I do. (laughs) I'm going to go with C. The woman from India.
4: Okay. The Indian Mm -hmm. woman born in the 90s. Nine foot two.
2: Yeah. I'm going to go with that, too. That's what I'm going to go with. Okay.
4: Everyone's going with choice C. Jyoti Amige? I'm not sure. Uh, Nine foot two inches by the age of 18. We will find out the correct answer after this very important and show-sustaining commercial break.
0: It's not weird to give away a giant, dirty, stuffed animal. Craigslist!
1: This bear is about four feet tall. As you can see, the legs are a little dirty. Uh Uh-huh. But that could probably be clean. Uh... IF YOU'RE A spawn! Please leave your phone number and answer your phone because I don't text. So we don't have to trade a bunch of emails back and forth. Allie, maybe that bear is the answer to your fetish. I don't know. We'll see. Why don't you respond? I,
2: I'll try it. I'll, you, you're right. You know, got to give it a whirl. <laughs> okay. Dirty legs dirty legs dirty legs are my <laughs> fetish
1: dirty legs goldberg
4: <laughs> dirty bare legs
2: <laughs> did you know there's been a whole twitter scandal about dirty legs mm-hmm. what someone sent out a poll about okay so do you wash your legs in the shower
4: uh feet feet right i think it was legs it was feet. and feet well okay.
2: do you
1: i wash my feet
4: yeah i no, i do not
1: <laughs> oh weird! Legs right.
4: yes, but not feet. I mean, I'm not gonna go all the way down there. It's a yeah,
1: bunch well, of
2: work. the idea is that the soap runs down your body, so a lot of people think it's unnecessary oh. to wash your legs and feet. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I have three key areas. I won't tell you what the other two are. but feet <laughs> is definitely <laughs> one of them, because your shoes can smell sometimes. I don't make your feet. It's smell. amazing
4: you can get down there, uh, eleven feet down.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> also, yeah I, have, I
2: have a little key, helper. Three key areas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My foot washing man. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, we can't all be as rich as Jen. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man! All right, well, all right, guys. Yeah, yeah. Listen,
4: listen. Do you want to know the trivia answer today?
1: Don't thank That could go out. either
2: way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was
2: going
0: to say gonna how leave long all we could be silent. that dead space. <laughs> yeah.
2: Jokes on Matt. Most boring <laughs> podcast ever. Don't talk. <laughs> God damn it. Who's winning? Nobody. one. <laughs>
4: the, you're, you're all playing the quiet game over there?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Remember the quiet game? Yeah. Yeah, that game was stupid.
4: Yeah. <laughs> the t- AKA adults tricking qu- kids. Children
2: will fall for. Also, they'll fucking do anything for a sticker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's
1: true. But it's a good point. Trivia uh, could not exist without our answers. So like, if we don't answer, mm-hmm. trivia goes away. Then we bring down trivia. <laughs> don't get any
4: ideas. Side note. Uh, do yourself a favor, subscribe to the subreddit, kids are fucking stupid, because it's just videos and stories of kids doing the dumbest things for dumb reasons, like they wanted a sticker or something. Yeah. Oh, I love Highly it. recommend. Today's <laughs> trivia is, who is the tallest female person who ever lived? We had four choices, a Chinese woman born in 1964, an American woman born in 1960, or an Indian woman born in the 90s. Also, choice D, Jennifer Jamula, an American born in. Uh, when were you born? Uh, I you couldn't know, find your birth date. You
1: know. Also, that's not how you pronounce it, Matt. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> what is Jennifer Jamula? Yes.
4: Yeah. Yes. Correct. Thank I think you. she
1: was born in the 80s.
4: Sometime in the 80s. Yeah. You guys both went with C, Jyoti um, Amge, a woman born in uh, India. Sticking that's with correct.
2: Sticking with it. Sticking, yep, with, sticking it. with
4: it. The correct answer is A. Zheng Jinlian, a Chinese woman born in
2: 1964. This trivia was
4: stupid. I did the best I could.
2: Yeah. Okay. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't even YouTube how to say those names. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Truth. Uh, she was the tallest female person ever verified by modern medicine. We assume uh, in the modern age that she was the, the, the tallest that we could verify. Uh, sadly died in 1982. At the age of seventeen, these folks do not live very long, unfortunately.
2: Oh, oh that just got sad.
4: So the other choices: uh, B. Carol Yeager was the heaviest woman ever recorded, weighing in at about twelve hundred pounds no. at the time of her death. No, uh, notably, she is also the person who lost the most weight by non-surgical means in the shortest amount of time. Oh Any guesses God. how many? How much weight she actually managed to lose?
1: I'm going to guess 600 pounds. 800 pounds.
4: Good. Good guesses. 521 pounds in three months. Oh, my Shortest. God. Most weight in the shortest amount of time. Uh, she lost like five of means. me.
2: Mm-hmm. Four of yeah. me. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess when you're that large, like the first 500 pounds comes off pretty easily. I, I no would idea. imagine so. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I got to uh, Google it,
2: image that later. I hate to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
4: Jyoti, uh, an Indian woman born in the 90s, still alive. She is the shortest or the oh. smallest living woman, two feet, six inches.
1: Jyoti. <gasps> wow. Is she And she's living right now?
4: Yep, currently living uh, and, and, and I believe is an adult, an adult woman. I don't r- remember her. Ex- well, she's born in 93. So she is, yeah. I, I guess that makes her 18 or, or over by now. Gen Z. Uh, yeah, 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 smallest woman ever.
1: That's cool. And uh, yeah, about, I couldn't
4: find a lot on Jennifer, on Jennifer, Jennifer Jamulia. Jamulia. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, was, it was very, very difficult to research that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, She's very elusive. The most <laughs> elusive woman to ever exist. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. That's her claim to fame. Yep. All right. Well, I think it's time to talk to our guest. With us right now, we have Pete, who is the webmaster of Giantist City and also a self-described lifelong macrophilia fan.
3: Welcome, Pete. Thanks. Thanks for having me.
1: Great to have you here. So we usually just like to start off giving people uh, context uh, about this topic. So, how do you define macrophilia?
3: So you can think of this as a passion for size change, if you might. And uh, it's not specific to just a single gender or uh, sexual orientation. It's a fetish that goes across all gender, all. Uh, sexual preferences. And it, it's actually a lot more common than people think.
1: <laughs> and so you mentioned size change. That wasn't something we had been really thinking about. I guess we were thinking more about like once you are two different sizes, like sort of how the people interact, but is is a large part of the attraction, like, like you're saying, like wanting to be a different size than you are?
3: Yeah. So part of the attraction is uh, being able to change your size. So we have uh, people, you know, who want to be smaller, people who want to be bigger. Uh, so, in a way, you could call it a size fetish.
2: Okay. I completely defined this incorrectly at the top of the show. It's a good thing you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a, a love for giants.
3: Well, yes and no. Uh, sometimes right, it's the other I'm way out. around. I was only here for the giant talk. This episode
2: is actually <laughs> not. It's not about my love for Jen anymore.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're interested in becoming a giant, there's nothing preventing you from doing that. Obviously, that's all a part of this whole fetish. And, uh, you know, so there are a lot of people who want to be giants, who want to dominate uh, people and things. Uh, And that's a very valid part of this whole uh, fetish. Uh, On the flip side... There are people who want to go the opposite direction, who want to be smaller, uh, to shrink down to various sizes and be held by another person.
2: And what is your personal journey with this fetish?
3: So I've been interested since I was a young boy, I would say about uh, 10 or so. And, um, Again, depending on who you talk to, they will give you a different story. But for me, it was something where when I started going through puberty, um, the size difference, I was uh, fairly short for my age. So the size difference between me and uh, other uh, females around uh, may have contributed to this whole uh, fetish, I think, in a way. Uh, The same way a lot of people with foot fetish might have a thing for feet because they were exposed to it at some point in their childhood. So that's my background story. Of course, depending on who you talk to, uh, you'll probably get a different story, but uh, that's how it started for me.
1: And you are the webmaster on Giantist City. So what is Giantist City and um, you know, what's, what types of discussions are happening there? Also, as part of that question, um, just how large do you believe this community is based on what you're seeing online and know, you know
3: in your own life? As far as the content is concerned, we have a collection of uh, collages, images, um, and stories written by uh, size fetish fans for um, others to view and uh, enjoy. We have a fairly large community. It's probably a lot bigger than the total number of people that you see on the site, but any given month, we get maybe between 5 to 8 million visitors total. Which is pretty Holy significant. Shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a pretty that's big uh, community. So, a lot going on. Uh, definitely, we're not the only site that's out there. There are other sites dedicated to the same fetish, and I'm sure you've come across a few of those other ones.
2: So, what are some so people can get an idea of like what goes on in the forum? What are some of the most popular posts? Of all time. Um,
3: <laughs> well, we've got some video games and those get a lot of attention, you know, just standard video games that you can play that deal with size difference. Uh, some of them are, um, you know, off the shelf video games that have size change, uh, content. Other ones are, uh, video games that, uh, people, uh, members of the community have written themselves for this exact reason. We also have a lot of collages going both ways, uh, giantess-type collages and uh, shrunken men-type collages that people post. And then we've got the, the occasional low-angle type uh, post for you know pictures and that sort of thing.
2: Low-angle, like making it look like someone's a giant?
3: Correct. Yeah. And there's plenty of those types of pictures uh, out on the web. It's just a matter of people actually finding them and posting them, or either a link to them or the actual uh, picture.
1: Is Gianta City the most popular forum right now, or are there other places where people are congregating online? Is there a social media presence, for example? Is there like macrophilia dating online? Are there other ways people are connecting online?
3: I think I would like to think that uh, Gianta City is uh, the most popular destination, but there are plenty of people on social media such as on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, you will uh, you know get some people who do direct uh, direct chatting using different means. I've seen things on Instagram, for example. There's plenty of content on that. It's it's all over the place, really.
2: (laughs) Is the community dealing with any bans on social media?
3: We've been pretty lucky, I would say. Uh, I was listening to one of your other podcasts about the furries, and they had a much steeper uphill battle to fight than a a size change Mm -hmm. Uh, for us, because most of the content that you see are Legal type content. Yes, they are uh, pornographic in nature, but they are not uh, the types of content that would be banned. Uh, So we've been pretty lucky overall. The one exception is we don't tolerate any underage content, obviously, for obvious reasons. So that's always been something that we've had to fight. Mm
2: -hmm. So, what has been your own journey with macrophilia online? Because I know you said you've been involved for years
3: yeah i actually when i first became aware of this genre uh, i was buying some uh, comic books um now i am trying to remember what the name of the vendor was but there was one publisher that was publishing some comics related to size change and that uh, i think it was called el publications and this was uh, early 90s uh, when this was out um so um they had an ad in a, a hustler magazine or something like that that i saw um so this predates the uh, internet obviously so around the mid 90s when internet took off there was another website um uh, called giantess shrine which um was run by a guy with the initial cmb uh who was i believe based out of las vegas uh so I was pretty active there. Um, then that site shut down for a, a few years, and I actually started my own website uh, called Giantist Magic. And that went on for, gosh, I would like to say another 10 years or so. And at that point, my site was the, the most popular site. Um, I shut that down at some point, uh, and that was right around the time Giantist City uh, was established. Um, And at the same time, I also started another website called eGiantist, which also shut down. Uh, So that was my journey through this whole fetish, really. And because I'm a programmer by profession, I kind of used that knowledge to enable other people to share their content and uh, just, you know, help people come out of the closet, let's say.
2: <laughs> I bet there are so many people who have this fetish, but like, don't even realize that it's a fetish right. or that it has yeah. a name.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Why did your sites shut down?
3: You know, it was just a matter of funding. Um, if you look on Giantist uh, City, for example, they there are some advertisement banners and Those are the means that we use to pay for the bills for the server. As you can imagine, uh, paying for servers is not cheap. So um, that's been the main reason why I've had to shut my sites down due to uh, financial uh, struggles and that sort of thing.
1: So, Pete, how much of macrophilia is online sort of fantasizing versus like real life role play? Are people actually you know kind of doing real life things to are people to see- actually
3: shrinking? No, I'm yeah. <laughs> oh, that but, you know, that making be themselves feel bigger yeah. smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there there are <laughs> there are plenty of people who role play obviously uh, about it. Um, they get together in person, they meet people uh, either on the website or um, you know online and they find out that they're both uh, have that common interest, let's say, um, uh, virtual reality has helped the whole genre uh, fetish a lot. And so a lot of people take advantage of virtual reality to kind of uh, simulate uh, the process. Um, a lot of game developers, for example, they just kind of enable with virtual reality that experience. Uh, obviously, people actually uh, shrinking down or growing, uh, that, that's not a realistic thing yet, let's say.
1: Similarly, I was just curious if you could describe perhaps some of the most common macrophilia scenarios or themes sort of in, in the pornography that exists, like you know, we were reading about like getting crushed, for example, but maybe that's not common. I'm just curious: is it just strictly like somebody being larger than and oh, somebody being smaller? Or we
2: also read about um, shrinking down and then being fully inserted into a woman's vagina. Oh,
3: absolutely! That's uh, that's a favorite uh, among a lot of uh, people, actually. Believe it or not, uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty okay. common one. <laughs> um, now, what you describe we call that uh, crush, uh, and. Um, That and uh, foot fetish kind of go hand in hand. And there is a small uh, uh, group of people in the community who are into that. But then it gets broken down even further. For example, we've got the gentle uh, group who don't like to be violent, who like to just be held. And then we've got um, the handheld group, for example, who just want to be held by the uh, opposite sex, for example. And then uh, you get some... Other groups that like to have, they call them mega. And the mega uh, group is the uh, types of fans who like to have someone grow to, uh, you know, to gigantic proportions and destroy cities, say. <laughs> so that's uh, something that you might see if you look through the material, for example, you'll see a lot of that. So it's broken down into different uh, g- uh, groups. And each group is interested in something different. And yes, insertion is actually one of the most popular um, uh, groups uh, on the site.
2: I love also that you mentioned VR. And I'm so interested in how the internet and technology play into this fetish specifically. So uh, can you talk a little bit more about how the internet has helped this grow and help people? You know, we we're reading how the, you know, Photoshop is a big thing in the community, etc. So I was wondering if you could talk a little more about that.
3: Yeah. So before, when internet first took off, uh, Photoshop was the only means to kind of, uh, uh, reproduce some of the desires that, uh, size fetish f- uh, fans had. So, uh, in the early days, there was a lot of pictures being shared, uh, poorly Photoshop, let's say. And uh, so that, that was the extent of technology at that time as things evolved. And, uh, The early days of virtual reality, obviously, the graphics weren't that good. The hardware requirements were too high, so the average person couldn't afford to do it. But as uh, virtual reality was integrated into cell phones, uh, it made it uh, affordable enough for people to start actually using virtual reality, even if it's through their phone uh, or through devices such as Oculus, for example, um, to get more of a, an immersive experience with this uh, genre without um, having to pay a lot of money. So that, I think, helped um, get an actual immersive experience. Uh, the, the part that's obviously still missing is touch and, and, and feel. to the whole experience. Oh,
2: that's coming. Don't you worry. Yeah, I'm waiting for that. Tactile suits. They're on their way.
3: That's the only thing that's missing, honestly.
2: Haptic suits, (laughs) I think they're called.
3: Once that happens, I think we will be able to push the envelope even more, hopefully.
2: Yeah, I also read that there are posts on Craigslist where people are looking for like a tall woman like oh, Jen yeah. to put on heels yeah. and, that's and actually, dominate them. Is that true? It's
3: very I observant you, the uh, believe it or not. So <laughs> a lot of people that are interested in this type of uh, sexual experience are uh, also into taller women or, you know, for women, taller men. Um, so... A lot of people who are uh, size fetish fans also are into taller opposite uh, uh, gender. So kind of to um, supplement, let's say, their desires by having something in real life which they can touch and feel.
1: You mentioned opposite genders, but I'm curious. Like represented in in Giant City, for example, are, are there people oh, who absolutely. are you know not straight, for, <laughs> for example, yeah, like, I mean, are, like are different people? Anytime being represented? you get a cross
3: section of yeah. the population, yeah. and I'm a straight okay. guy, uh, but anytime you get a cross section of the population, you'll have straight, you'll have gay, you'll have bi. So we have all of the above in the community.
1: And then speaking of uh, real-life interactions through you know, Craigslist and then meeting somebody in real life, um, we read about Amazon Con. Is that the biggest conference for something like this? Have you been? Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah so Amazon Con is for Amazon and tall women's uh, fans. Uh, we have something similar for size fetish fans. It's called Size Con. And this past three years or so, we've had that uh it's been held i believe in new york uh already three times um so there's a pretty active meetup group actually in new york that have regular meetings uh, amongst uh, themselves and they also a, a portion of those people organized a size con every year so far and have you been i have not had the chance to go oh man to, so. <laughs> you gotta
2: go and <laughs> report back pretty
3: wild i'm sure it's really really fun
2: all right, well, we'll have a follow-up episode once you go. I'm very curious, like what Absolutely. the panels are. You know what I mean? I'm always curious about the panels.
3: Well, they've got an artist panel, for example, people who sketch things out right there in person. They've got some a virtual reality experience, uh, for example, where you can put on the VR goggles and kind of experience things. Mm.
2: So, are there? Uh, what are some of the most famous? Uh, giants or, or, or size changers in the community? Like, Does everyone love the movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kids?
3: Yeah, I think a lot of people do. Um, so Gary Pranzo, who is in New Jersey, uh, he has a production company, actually, that produces movies uh, for this uh, fetish. So he would probably be another interesting person to talk to, and he's the person that owns Giantist City um other people uh, there's giantess caitlin who has uh, you know caitlinbrooks.com is i believe her website and she has some interesting content on her website and runs uh, several websites um, uh, dedicated to this genre if you for example go on clipsforsale.com They have a lot of uh, uh, video uh, clips, usually not feature films, but, you know, just 20-minute, 15-minute clips of people who have produced content, and they're selling it for profit. So uh, that's another good place.
2: I guess I'm wondering if there are like um childhood giants that really kind of got people involved right like there's like the giant from gulliver's travels like are there sort of like mainstream figures Mm -hmm. that people really connect to and then leads them into this fetish well
3: i think one of the most popular films attack of the 50 foot woman i don't know if you've heard of that um that's a movie that was produced once in the 50s and once in 93 i believe uh so that's the holy grail of this whole uh, fetish, obviously, but um, it's a very well known movie, and that mm-hmm. I think got a lot of people interested in uh, this whole thing. Like you said, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, that was another uh, movie that a lot of uh, kids essentially watched and later on became uh, side fetish fans. So I'm sure that influenced people as well. There are other movies like Ant-Man, that's, as you can imagine, anytime. Uh, one of our size fetish fans watches that that uh, they're drooling i'm sure through the whole thing uh-huh. <laughs> It's packed with uh, you know size change so um that's another good one
1: have you read six inches by charles Bukowski?
3: i don't think i have actually surprisingly
1: we highly recommend it yeah ali and matt i mean it's basically an ins- it's an insertion fantasy yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, that I read when I was 16 inadvertently, and I was completely blown away. My world was blown well, open.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm always looking for good content. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah.
2: So are there any other subsets of macrophilia? So we talked about like there's a crushing fetish. Some people really like to be held. There's the insertion. Are there any more sort of um, subsets of it? There's
3: growth and there's expansion also. Now, expansion is an interesting one. Essentially, you can think of it as someone becoming more and more obese uh, with expansion where they start off like a normal person and then they keep gaining weight and expanding to the point where they turn into a ball, essentially. And, uh, that's another strange one. Not everyone is into that. Obviously um, we've got standard growth where someone slowly grow grows over time. Uh, and and that's a very popular one. in um, the opposite direction, obviously as well shrinking gradually, you know, kind of goes hand in hand with that. Um, yeah, and like I said, there's there's a big foot fetish um, sub community that's into that, but then again, that's not everyone's cup of tea. Some people are into lips, some people are into feet, so. Really, pick your body part.
1: (laughs) That's what I always say. (laughs) I've never said that. Well, where are people going for pornography? Like, is can we? I've never done the search for macrophilia, like on Pornhub, for example. (laughs) But I mean, is there a lot of it on mainstream sites? And are there more niche sites that people tend to go to? Go
3: ahead and try searching for it on Pornhub. I'm sure you'll find a lot of things on there. (laughs) I mean, that's a pretty big, uh, uh, you know, part of online porn now, honestly. But yeah, that's definitely a big one. Uh, Clips for sale is another pretty popular one that people go to Uh, just googling things without a filter on honestly will give you tons of uh, material both video and images
2: oh yeah that's true
1: Uh (laughs) just don't do it at work
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us. I've been very fascinated because it seems like this is a super mainstream fetish, and yet I had never heard of it, and I really pride myself in knowing the fetishes. So this uh, blew my mind, and I'm very happy to have learned about it today.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, Pete.
3: I'm glad I could help you guys uh, find out more about the uh, the fetish. And if you have any other questions, uh, let me know.
1: Well, Ali, now we can't have our thing we were going to do when we had sex (laughs) together. I mean, I don't
3: know. Could we?
1: I mean, I
2: know. yeah, we can't do that thing we were gonna do. Can't.
1: But it it makes sense that maybe like the fact that I'm taller than you and you're sexually attracted to me is a gateway for you to be a macrophiliac. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's just no. a gateway relationship. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or 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 am I
1: in it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
4: <laughs> I, I don't think there are any rules here. I think if you want to be. In it, get in it.
2: Mm -hmm. You know what? (laughs) I have I have always joked that I would like to meet a friendly giant who will Mm -hmm. coddle me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And when you and j- swing me around, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and
4: then you met Jen and it came true. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like little kids, when they get like swaddled and the held, and then you do that game where, you know, you hold each person holds one hand and you swing them around. I'm like, man, it'd be fun to meet some friendly giants.
1: When you joke about it, <laughs> do you like laugh nervously? Like you're like, yeah, guys, that'd be really fun. <laughs> like how real does that feel to you? Cause it sounds pretty real. I don't
2: know. I've never, I've always thought about like big friendly giant, Like cuddles me and tosses me around Like in a playful way I've never thought of Being like shrunk down and Inserted into his asshole you know Yeah 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 yeah.
1: (laughs) This might be a TMI for the podcast so you know We could totally edit this out later but like Let's not well it's about you (laughs) (laughs) Oh we'll see You have repeatedly said throughout the years That you like being tossed around (laughs) <laughs> so now it's all starting to make sense.
2: Well, that is a sexual thing. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But in this
2: case, I was specifically ta- talking about, like, also, like, just to be like tossed in the air and caught would be really fun. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like you're at a theme park. You know what yeah, I mean? <laughs> yeah,
1: I've literally never thought I, about that.
2: <laughs> really, I think it would be really fun to like have a friendly giant who's just like my friend, but not sexually.
1: Okay, okay. It's so
4: interesting to me that giants in popular culture are almost always
0: Assholes? villains. Yeah. yeah they're all, they're mm-hmm.
4: destroying cities. It's Jack and the Beanstalk, David and Goliath. Goliath was the enemy of, of yeah. the, the people, the Maccabees, Judeans, or whatever. Very rarely is it the big friendly giant who yeah. is your pal. Um and well, that, Hagrid, I but place he's in. only
1: half giant. Or the BFG, okay, sure. the big friendly giant. The BFG, right,
4: Ronald right. Dahl, yeah. But that's a new thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't
2: know. Gulliver's travels. Doesn't he go one place oh, yeah. and he's tiny? He goes another place, he's huge.
4: Right, right. And they think yeah. he's um,
2: evil or something. I read that way too long ago. Right, so he's the
4: giant, know. and it's the the little like,
1: are are yeah, pinning they, him oh, down. Oh, wow!
2: Nice work. Right. Wow. <laughs> I would not
1: have recalled that on my own. <laughs> Wasn't this the the fourth world of the original Mario Brothers? Was he was in? It was like Big oh, Land, and he sure. was a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: yes, I believe Super Mario Brothers Three, 3. is where they introduced the. Okay. Uh, the the size shift. I love that.
2: Yeah. I hope that this is like our adult babies episode and we get like tons of emails about people's size fetishes. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah. I'm hoping so. Please do email (laughs) us. Yeah.
2: Emails and voice. The voicemails are my favorite.
4: I'm glad he brought up the video games and and we didn't, we didn't get into that topic, but, um,
2: and Matt cried (sighs) video games.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, <laughs> video games that that talk about size shift or have giants in them and there are many but they're not explicitly um sexual or romantic like you said jen uh, the mario world uh, uh shadow of the colossus is where you're literally just a tiny normal-sized human and all you do is fight these massive creatures across this like desolate landscape like i wonder if these things play into the fetish if they're consumed by uh, by the community
2: consumed Actually, Insur- we didn't talk like about Like, if you
4: how- insert it into the into your no, game but console. No, we also
2: forgot to ask. But there's also a um, an an eating fetish where, well, not eating, where it's like part of macrophilia. Like something I read is that one of the role plays is like that you get, well, not role play, but online. I'm really saying this really succinctly and well, <laughs> but that you shrink down and get eaten. Yeah.
4: Oh wow. Um.
2: Oh. Yeah, we f- we forgot to go there. We f- we did forget to ask about <laughs> but- <laughs> being eaten. Yeah, Um, well, once he verified insertion, I felt really good about that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, has this ever happened to you that you're... (laughs) your size relationship to your surroundings changes sometimes in places that you're really familiar with like when you go away for a while so my example is in my apartment things seem to be a certain size but then sometimes I'll go away for a while like a week a couple weeks on vacation or something come back and everything looks so small in my apartment (laughs) does this ever (laughs) happen to you where you're like oh everything's Mm, a lot smaller I think you're still growing okay all right maybe it's that actually maybe yep maybe I got bigger that would make sense. I got to reach 11 <laughs> feet according to the trivia, so
2: Glad right. that we solved that problem. Guess it's just so me.
4: In it. in doing a bit of research for the episode, I came across I forget what it's called there is a, I, don't, I wouldn't call it a psychological disorder, but it, it typically happens f- with children where um, they wake up from a, from sleeping or from a dream and they kind of look around them and they get a little freaked out because everything looks really big or everything looks really small. Whoa. I don't think it's exactly what you're describing, but there is a, a, a psychological um, moment that huh. people experience. And I wonder if that's connected to what you're saying.
1: Perhaps, perhaps I'm a little baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I also think when you leave New York and then you go back, apartments look really small. <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> I think you're, that's a big your apartment's part of it. not
2: small. And you're talking about the objects in your apartments. The right? objects.
1: Yeah, well, and the apartment yeah. overall. I mean, it's not small in relationship to other New York City apartments, but like for a normal person's no, house, it's not. This, is, this is small. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anywho, so we want to hear from you. What is your favorite giant movie story is it the bfg is it godzilla the incredible hulk wait is the hulk a giant i don't know (laughs) but let us know who's your favorite giant um i'm gonna say mine's the big friendly giant until we found out really bad things about roald Dahl, like later on mine's jen Mm -hmm. oh okay
4: Mm -hmm. a fictional giant (laughs) that's right i'm not real
1: (laughs) uh so guys you can reach out to us on twitter tweet at us i'm at Junebugger. j-o-o-n-b-u-g-g-e-r i'm at ali gold a-l-l-i-g-o-l-d you can email us at 2g1podcast at gmail.com. You can also call us. That phone number is... 347-871-6548. Seven,
0: seven, that number again, 347 871 6 lit. Lit.
1: Please leave us a voicemail. We'd love to get your voicemails. And last but not least, go to our Discord server, discord.gg slash 2G1P. Join the discussion there. Um, slide into our DMs to suggest topics. Suggest topics to the group. Write out interview questions. We love Slide yelling. into my DMs. <laughs> yeah. Like a six-inch man in... No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but we want to hear from you about show topics because, you know, we want to talk to people who you want to talk to. So do that. And if they want to contribute to us, Ali, how do they do that?
2: You can go to patreon.com slash 2G1P. Oh, that was sassy. <laughs> Thank you. Make a donation. I hope it's big and that it doesn't shrink <laughs> in size. Don't listen to me.
0: See you next week. Bye. <laughs> is hosted by Jennifer Jamula and Alison Goldberg. Then gently crushed by an 8-foot woman hiding, produced and edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the Internet. You can make this show possible with a small recurring contribution on Patreon. Visit patreon.com 2G1P
3: to learn more <laughs> The Pod A Sonic Universe
1: The legs are a
4: little dirty